Looking for stories that are fresh and new? Dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, cyberpunk, alternate history, and more. They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. From 24 award-winning authors and illustrators, plus art and writing tips, and bonus stories. L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future. Buy your copy at galaxypress.com, Amazon, or wherever books are sold. Looking for something new in dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, alternative history? They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. Get the 10-volume box set with 159 stories in full-color illustrations plus 34 articles with writings and art tips. Get the UPR and discount, $125 for the entire box set. That's a $60 savings for that beautiful box set. L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Go to uprntalkradio.com, click on the link, and place your order. Hey, good evening, everybody, and welcome to Into the Night with Sean Kelly and Tara again. I don't know. She, she's she's doing okay. Um, I think she got a new job or something like that, and uh, so we'll see how her schedule goes, and uh, we'll go from there. Um, my gosh, I have all these comments in my thing. Holy mackerel! Hi, Cybel, Sub Johnny, Virginia. Glad to see you guys. Thank you for coming and watching the show tonight. Um, so we are on, well, I am on UPRN Talk Radio 105.3 New Orleans, 107.7 Mississippi. Thank you, Virginia. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, boy, see the little red stuff coming up. Thank you. And we're in 107.7 Mississippi. Um yeah, New Orleans is a beautiful place. That's where uh, UPRN Talk Radio, the show, um, is located. Um, Bo Monteldo, he's the one that runs the station. And uh, we have a lot of good guests, a lot of good guests. We've got a lot of good shows. Uh, we got a lot of good hosts who really know their stuff, what they want to do, and how they talk about it, and they get awesome guests. And so... Um, if you're not busy, like during the week, and if you want to listen to a good show, just pop on to UPRN Talk Radio, 105.3 New Orleans, and um, check out a show. Um, you will be utterly surprised on how good they are. Uh, before I go on, I have a couple announcements. Um, when I start the show, okay, come October 21st, it's a Saturday night from 7 to 9. It's a special show. Um, and I have uh, Virginia. She's in the um, chat room and Johnny Freeman, too. And uh, we're going to have a show on Saturday night. The deal is behind that, um, October 31st is a Tuesday. So 
what you're in for for a big surprise is that Jordan. Hey, Tony, what's up, buddy? Good to see you, pal. Um, October 31st is a Tuesday, so we're having a big Halloween special show with all the hosts of UPRN Talk Radio. So I'm going to be on there with the, with the rest of my friends up there. So on that day, so we're going to do pretty good. Um, so. How was Denise? Sean, I've been so busy. I haven't listened in forever. Hope you're well. Denise, I am. I hope you're doing well. I've been, I was wondering about, seriously, I was wondering about you, Denise, and, and just wondering if you were okay. Um, it's good to see you in the chat room, and um, yeah, it's good to see you, buddy. Um, so, Denise, I was uh, listening to a couple old Irish songs, uh, Tommy Makin's uh, Four Green Fields and uh, uh, whiskey in the jar <laughs> uh, just brings back memories you know as you could tell this is Halloween season okay but you know what I'm really seriously looking forward to St. Patrick's Day because you know that that's my day you know I you know you can just throw everything out the door 100% Irish because I am Irish, but you know what? Did one of them uh, DNA things, uh, Ancestry.com, I think it was, and here I come to find out that on my father's side, I have relatives that were from Poland, and uh, what else? Where else was it? Slovakia. Yeah, check that out, huh? And it's like, wow, because it just seems like growing up being Irish all the time it, it was crazy did the Irish parades we you know dressed up in green and white and went out and got drunk and all kinds of stuff it, it, so I'm kind of really seriously looking forward to St. Patrick's Day boy we're getting a real nice time turn up thank you very much everybody for coming in um so how's everybody's week how was everybody's week? I tell you what, it was a crazy week. You know, um, I'm not really going to express how I feel what is happening over in the Middle East at the beginning of the show. Um, but at the end of the, you know, like from 9.30 to 10, I'm going to share how I feel. But for now, all I ask you, if you can pray for everybody over there in Israel and in Palestine because, you know, a lot of good people over there and um, just a few bad apples really cause a bunch of crap. Denise McConnell says, lots of ghosts and mysteries in Ireland. Maybe an idea for a future show. Oh, absolutely, Denise, definitely. Um, and it's funny that you said that because uh, I'm thinking um, – doing a show on Irish castles and the hauntings of Irish castles. That would be pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, definitely. There, there's a lot of Irish stuff going on um, that is paranormal. And I was doing a little bit of research about, um, I was doing research in, on Halloween and how it originally started, okay? And come to find out, it started in Ireland, right? Um, because the Irish, the Gaelic people, they they celebrated Sandheim. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm not sure. 
And what they would do is they would go to a bonfire. And at that time, they did not have pumpkins. Did you know that? They used turnips, you know, as jack-o'-lanterns. And um, Johnny Freeman says, have a friend take groups every year to Ireland. Cool. Um, when I was in the service, I actually got to go over to Ireland. Um, I was stationed in Scotland, and I got to see Wales and England, you know. So it's really, really beautiful over there. I, I really enjoy it. Um, but I, I did not know it actually that Sandheim or Halloween started over in Ireland. But just I, I, you know, I, like I was going over my notes before um, I started the show tonight, and I wasn't sure, but it was a. I think what happened was this guy by the name of Jack. Thank you, Sable. Appreciate it. Um, and she and he made a deal with the devil about you know something I don't know, and his pen penalty for that was to walk the earth for the rest of his life. And he asked the devil for some light, and he gave him a pumpkin with a light in it, with you know a fire in it. Um, so it's like wow, this is it, it was interesting. Um, and later on. Um, I found come to find out that they really don't have no special things that go on over in Ireland with the Halloween. Um, they do some trick-or-treating just like they do here. People get dressed up and stuff like that. And they go out and, you know, the adults get dressed up and go to a bar. And, you know, they just have, you know, have fun, make asses out of themselves. But you know what? It's okay for a day like that. Halloween and St. Patrick's Day, you can do that, you know, because like they say, though, <laughs> you know, especially St. Pat, everybody is St. Patrick's Day, you know, so, um, and, and, you know, it's crazy, you know, and I'm going to share a little bit of this before I get into what I want to, you know, talk about my, my stuff, was I remember one time my, my son and my mom, they took Kaylee dancing, all right? And it was dancing, what well, dance is what they did, stuff like that. Uh, Gary says, hi, Sean, I'm not staying here, got to watch the pens now. Hey, listen, Gary, thank you for popping in, dude. You know, I hope they win. Uh, I really seriously like what they have this year for their team. I really do. Um, but we'll see what happens. But my brother, my son and my mom, they took up gaily, 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 Haley, something like dancing. Denise did it, too. She's here. And um, so one time we they have usually a scene. Thank you, buddy. Keep me posted on that. Appreciate it. Um, and they had a big dance around St. Patrick's Day. And, you know, everybody's dressed up like they're wearing their green Kiss Me on Myers pennants. And, their, you know, their pens and everybody's dressed in green and white and we see a bunch of people that weren't dressed up in green and white. You know, they might have a little shamrock on their lapel of some sort, you know. And uh, <laughs> and, and come to find out, uh, the people who would just stand around and weren't dressed up in green, but with that little Irish lapel on their collar, were actually the Irish, the ones that were in green and white. You know, they were from a diff different ethnic group, you know, so... But everyone had a good time, and that's what it's all about. Um, 
I, I, I wish right now at this very moment that, you know, I, I won't, I couldn't see so much anger. I wouldn't, I don't want to see so much anger. I want everybody, you know, to be happy, but you know what, in, in today's world, it's so hard to do that really, really, really hard. Um, and, and there's a lot of anger. There's a lot, it, it's just, it's ridiculous. I'm, I mean, no matter what you do, you turn on the news, there's always bad. There is nothing freaking good. Nothing. Nothing good at all. And, and I'll tell you what, it's morally depressing. And I don't know if anybody else feels the same way, do, like I do. But it, it, it just brings a lot of um, pain and hurt, and, you know, and really not know what the future lay, lies ahead for everybody. I don't know what the, you know, what lies for me. You know, Johnny, I wish I could. Um, that, that's great that you don't watch the news anymore. I try my damnedest, but it just seems it's like calling me. Honestly, today the news is like a drug, you know. But I don't want to get into the news either because I don't want to get into ABC, NBC, CBS because, they, yes, we do, Virginia. Virginia says we need to raise our vibrations. And, and, and that is so true. Because like I have told this on my show for a long time, and I, and I will continue to it, uh, talk about it. You know, everyone, you know, the, the, the world is a bad, miserable place. And what you're doing is when you get miserable and you get angry and, and you get mad and, and you hurt and you cry, um, all these feelings, all these feelings that are inside you, all this energy, this negative energy is inside you. And what it's doing is releasing that into the universe, okay? And uh, imagine everybody in the world feeling all this negativity out there. My God, it's just like we, we're drenched in it. I mean, there's there's times I go out after work or I go to work, and you, you could just feel the negativity out there in the air. Um, phone, full blown negativity, you know what I mean? That's true, Johnny. People do have to help people, you know. Um, Virginia says collective consciousness. Yes. I, you know, and with all that negativity out there, swear to God, you know, you, there, there's no brightness, no sunshine, nothing like that coming in, you know, and, and that's what we need, you know. And I keep hoping and I keep praying that one day, that one day, okay, um, that everybody be happy now with all the people in my chat room tonight you know who are listening to the show johnny virginia cyborg um and then the rest of the people that are in here you know this is good energy here so if you want to soak in some good energy this is this is the place right here you know because they are good people they are good they have good vibes but for the rest of the world out there, we need to, you know, just have one day of happiness, one, you know, and we'll come, maybe, well, who knows? But hopefully that one day, that one day, everybody in the world will be okay. But the way it looks like it, um, most of us, it, it's just not going to happen. But I pray every day that it will happen. I really do. But uh, so that's how my day's going in my week. My week was blah, but I did have good conversation with Johnny and Virginia. 
uh, last night, and uh, I listened to Virginia and Johnny's show that they have on Facebook, and, and they're very intuitive, very, very intuitive. Yes, they are. It's like, well, very, very awesome people. Yeah. They, they, I mean, between the both of them, they can light up the whole East Coast with all positivity, you know what I mean? Which is like really cool, you know, but, um, but we need more people like that out in the world today. We need a lot more people like that today. And, you know, it, it will come. May, you know, maybe this is one big hiccup that's out there right now. One big hiccup could be you know maybe we all need to take a drink of water and get rid of the hiccups or do whatever you got to do whenever you um you know got hiccups do you hold your breath do you drink water what do you do well whatever you do maybe everybody should do what they do in order not to have that hiccup <laughs> you know maybe and then maybe it'll get smooth sailing again but uh we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens okay uh, someone called me suddenly Sam the other day, okay? And I was laughing, like, what the hell are you calling me that for? Look at my beard, guys, right? It's like, you know, if you got like, yeah, I look like you suddenly Sam. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. It's kind of a little bit of a joke here, but uh, when they told me, but you know what? It brought a little happiness inside my heart. You know what I mean? It, it really, really did. So as we go on, today uh, along with the show um what is everybody's traditions that they do for halloween um when i was growing up get dressed up go out and got candies and you know went around um in them old those old halloween costumes with the plastic mask and stuff like that and uh, go out and have some fun but I remember we had a tradition that um, we always, always ate pizza before we went out. I mean, and we still do that. Johnny Freeman says he's just seeing it. <laughs> That's cool. Um, I'm going to tell you a little story, a, a good-hearted story about what happened to me and my brother down at Eaton Park on Banksville Road the other day. Uh, well, it's a while back, but I want to share it with you. That's cool, Sybil. Sybil says, I'm not Wiccan, but my family are witches, and we celebrate, and and that's great. Um, I ha I know, and I am dear friends with a lot of witches out there, you know, uh, they're very good people, I, I enjoy, they do know how to have a good time, they sure, <laughs> they're funny, but you know what, they're very serious about the religion, um, but, you know, they're very serious about it. But you know what? It, it's okay. Whatever makes you happy, whatever you believe in, that gives you that little spark of happiness that makes you go through your days. Go with it, you know? Some, you know, are, are Wiccans. Some are Buddhists. Some people are uh, Catholics. Other people are spiritualists. Whatever makes you happy, go for it. Go for it, you know, and, and use it. You know, use what you believe in. And um, and it usually does work a lot. Um, but there's also a couple other times in my life where I know that 
my person, my guy that I talk to is God. Um, and he, um, but there, there's a lot of times where, you know, I, I kind of like turn it over to him, you know, to help me out, you know, but you know, of course that three letter word, EGO, the ego gets into the way. Hi, Debbie Freeman. Good to see you. Welcome to the show. Uh, Debbie, I want you to meet Johnny, Virginia, Cybol, a um, couple other people in there. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. But the ego gets in the way, and um, it, it's like, ah, in my wife's room. But that's for another show. <laughs> but yeah, that's our traditions. Um, and you know, it's crazy, you know, for the one where I live in Pittsburgh, I mean, we get over about we get over 150 kids a night, uh, on Halloween night, um, and sometimes there's more than 150. Sometimes there's like less than 150, but usually on the night we get about 150. And so um, we have a lot of fun with it. You know, we eat the pizza, and then when I was young, dumb, and stupid, <laughs> thank you, Virginia, thank you very much. Uh, I'm blushing. Oh, my God. Look at all that red there. Um, no filters either, guys. But um, I know that when I was young, dumb, and stupid at one point in time, I would go out and get drunk on Halloween night, you know, and, and do stupid things because I I just did. <laughs> I just did do it. So, everybody, anybody out in the chat room right now, um, do you have any certain um do you have any activities that you do um for halloween do you get dressed up do you hand out candy uh, what do you do um i'm sure everybody in the room would love to hear it and you know uh, don't forget that my show is worldwide now so we're everywhere all over all over the world so that, so if you want to share, you know, whatever you want to talk, do you have a question, anything like that, uh, feel free to do it in there. Uh, Virginia says that she's taken, she's taken my granddaughter out trick-or-treating. Okay. Uh, Johnny's going to the Witch Fest. Uh, Cybel uh, is going to make, yes, my family and I make black and white chili. And do a ritual. That's cool. Black and white chili. What? What? How do you make it black and white, Cybul? How do you do that? Uh, Debbie Freeman says no kids come to my house. We're on a steep hill or on a dead end road. Freda Crow says Devil's Night every year. I do a very elaborate ritual to the devil and his soldiers for another year of prosperity and growth. It's the witch's New Year. Yes, it is, and that's pretty cool. Uh, Freder, one day I'd like to have you on my show again. And I've had Freder on two or three times already. And uh, he's a very good guest, very well-known about it. And um, and maybe we can talk about that, Freder. That, that would be interesting. See, what's really cool about my show, all right, I am very open-minded. I'm like an open book, you know, because I am not here to judge anybody and what they believe in, you know. Um Cool. I'm glad to hear that, buddy. I was thinking about you the other day, Freighter. You know, black beans on navy beans on ground beef and seasoning. That is so cool. Honest to God, I never heard 
of black and white uh, chili. Does anybody else out there have? Um, uh, Debbie says she'll take some chili. And uh, we have a dumb dinner where we eat dinner on backwards. Uh, and ah, that's, that's something new about that. But um, so that's it for Halloween for me. You know, I remember when I was young, we used to do Devil's Night, you know, October 30th, go out, you know, and we would egg cars and throw toilet paper in the trees and uh, all kinds of mischievous little stuff. You know, and back then you could get away with it. You know what I mean? You could get away with it. Uh, you know, you heard it from the neighbors if they busted you. You know what I mean? If they busted you doing it, you know, and you cut help from your parents and stuff like that. But you know what? But nowadays, oh my God, you can't. You can't do that. No, 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 no. Um, no, you, you can get arrested. And you know what's crazy about the kids this year or the people who do stupid stuff um they they, they don't do it for fun okay it, it's craziness you have to be careful with all of them dudes out there uh they you know the pedophiles and stuff like that you know the sick and sick people like that um you, you gotta be careful i remember one time in halloween this is a bad part of halloween that uh at one time um, they actually put razor blades into apples and different types of uh, candy. I don't know if anybody ever experienced that over there. Um, but you know what? Um, and we had to get our candy checked all the time, okay, uh, whenever they came in. Um, apples, you know, that was too healthy for me. So um, I don't... Um, <laughs> I didn't like my apples, so we got rid of the apples. Yeah, but we made before we got rid of them because we used, we had possums in our yard, and we would feed them to the possums. But uh, what was crazy is, uh, you know, we never found because we would cut it up to make sure that there was no razor blades in the apples, so the possums couldn't get hurt. So that's how we were. That's how we ran with it. But um, so um. You know, it's crazy. I'm, you know, I'm kind of looking forward to the Christmas. Uh, Christmas, listen to me. I'm really getting, uh, getting up for Halloween. You know what I mean? But uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. But you know what's the craziest thing? Here's the craziest thing of it all, right? Right now they have Halloween candy out. They put it out like after Labor Day, okay, into the stores. <clears throat> and so after... Halloween on November 1st. Um, no people are idiots now. No, wait. Okay, all right. Well, let's just get over here to the chat rooms, okay? Um, so Cybul says, Virginia, you're welcome. And Debbie comes back and says, too many cameras in the world now. That is so true. Um, Virginia says, there are crazies out there for sure. Debbie Freeman says, I remember that. And Flabber says, yes, we did have that, Sean. Yeah, um, and Virginia says, I almost died on Halloween when I was nine. Choked on a piece of candy, but thank God I'm alive. Yeah, thank God you're alive. And I am thankful for everybody who is alive, especially my dear friends here in the rooms right now. Um, and Johnny says, no people are idiots now. 
Um, so it's like I'm, I'm looking forward to it, you know, and uh, we'll see how it goes. But I know November 1st, <laughs> November 1st, the Christmas candy's coming out, you know. Now this, well, that was, I hope so. Um, um, that, that's nice, Virginia. Her mother saved her. You know, that's cool. But um, come November 1st, being in uh, the customer service in the supermarket, and especially being a meat cutter, then all hell breaks loose because uh, November comes Thanksgiving, that's the turkeys, and then the hams come for Christmas, and then the pork comes for New Year's. Now, I, you know, I heard that Pittsburgh was the only place uh, where uh, it, it is, you have to eat pork on January 1st for good luck. Uh, it's a tradition here in Pittsburgh. So, and uh, how about out there wherever you live? Is there any other traditions? Is everybody, anybody, everybody anybody else um, living somewhere else where they eat pork and sauerkraut? I can't really do the sauerkraut that much. The only way I can do sauerkraut is by having apples inside in, in the sauerkraut. Has anybody ever had apples um, in, in the uh, sauerkraut? I do. You know, and then there's kielbasa and your kielbasa, however you want to say it. And then uh, you got your um, homemade, uh, what are they, pierogies. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Homemade pierogies are the best. Oh, Lord, are they so good. Yeah, I do, Miss, Mr. T, Mrs. T. Johnny Freeman says every year. Yep. Yep. Oh, Seibel says, oh, yes, in Hermitage, PA, and uh, Virginia loves pierogies. What kind of pierogies do you like? Do you like the one with the potatoes or sauerkraut in it? Um, which ones do you like, Virginia? Um, I know that I saw this the other day, and they, they actually put um, uh, grapes Grape jelly or plum jelly inside. The, I'm like, no, that ain't going to happen. So I, uh, Virginia likes potatoes. Johnny makes his own sauerkraut. That's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> that's cool. Uh, so I like uh, cheese and potatoes. But, you know, I, I just like I just like mine with the potatoes, you know, and a lot of butter with onions oh yes gotta have sauteed onions on the bad boys oh yeah definitely but that's what i feel prune ones that's it Johnny. prune ones yeah because I, I remember them being purple that's crazy man <laughs> that's crazy pruned pierogies i i can't see that that's just not working right um but that's what's going on for halloween for me that's how I celebrated. That's how I felt. Um, and that's what I do. And I enjoy it. Uh, Sable likes some fried with ranch dressing. And there you go. There you go, Virginia. <laughs> and add some bacon. Bacon, bacon, bacon. Oh, my God. Can I, uh, 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 yeah, just, you know, my, my spidey senses tingle. When, when, whenever I hear bacon, because I just love bacon. But at the top of the hour, at 9 o'clock, I'm going to take about a minute break. Um, 
you know, so everybody, or, or we'll go a minute and a half, however we want to do it, we'll go in a minute and a half so everyone can go up and get something to drink, or run to the bathroom really quick. Um, so at nine o'clock, we're going to go into a break. Uh, okay, we got some more stuff going on here in the chat room. This is a busy chat room. I love this stuff. Okay, Johnny said they used to have them at Catholic schools for lunch. They said they were more of a Danish. My cow, they're wrong. Johnny, those people are wrong at Danish, please. Oh, no, they were potatoes. They're good stuff. Uh, Virginia says she was a devil, a cat, flapper, and a witch. Ooh, oh, my God. Huh. Hmm, the devil. I, I, I like you, Virginia, but... I can't see as a devil, but a cat, yeah, flapper definitely, and as a witch, eh, but I bet they were all cute little cops, but you're too good, <laughs> that's it, got a smell out of her, uh, Cindy Mitch says, amazing chat tonight, yes, it is, Cindy, um, these are my friends, and, and this is great, <laughs> okay, brother, it's, that's cool, you were saying what you were told, that's cool, I'm not knocking you, brother. Not at all. But um, so as you could see under under my face here, he says werewolf, witches, vampires, ghouls. Oh my, oh my. So I did some research, and the very first one when I come up, hold on one second. Um, was the werewolf? Can anybody tell me what the werewolf's all about? Um. It's, it's pretty interesting. Now, whenever I take notes, i got to read off of my notes. Okay, so, so if I glance over like this, that's what I'm doing right now. But the werewolf is a staple of supernatural fiction, film, television, and literature. Okay? It is the staple. So, um and it gets deeper than that, and I will get that fully into. And to me, the best werewolf uh, uh, show was Lon Chaney. I think it was Lon Chaney that did the, the werewolf. Um, Denise McConnell says, my last Halloween when I went out for candy, I was 11. I wore my brother's Navy uniform. He just came home for a good a few days before. Ah, that was pretty cool. Cybel says, they ate real just like they they ate they're not real is that what you're saying just like bigfoot hey sean g what's up buddy welcome to the room it's good to see you pal all right this is great oh uh they are real oh definitely so um and and, and that's crazy about the werewolves um you know because uh early surviving examples okay i'm gonna have to pick this up and read because it's real hard for me to look in the dark here but, you know, um, early surviving example, man-to-wolf transformation is found in the Epic of Gilgamesh. And that was written in 2100 BC. Okay. In the, ep the Epic of Gilgamesh, Gilgamesh was like a poem. I do believe it was a poem. I never got to read the whole thing because it was very, very long. Johnny Freeman says, I haven't worn my last costume yet. Ah, Okay. <clears throat> so, in 425 BC, Greek historian 
Herodes described the Nuri, a nomadic tribe of magical men who changed into wolf shapes for several days of the year. The Nuri were from S-C-Y-T-H-I-A land, and that was a part of Russia. So it, 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 there, there's got to be something going on there. Um, but you know how Hollywood is now with, with, you know, taking things and just like really, really putting it all out there. Um, oh, oh, Johnny being the kilt. Hey, Johnny, I'm going to tell you straight out. Kilts are the coolest thing in the world. Um, my cousin has one. Uh, the family, um, whatever you want to call it, the Kelly one. And I'm going to go look for it. In fact, I'll tell you what. I do believe he got that from a friend from Ireland. He looks good in the kilt, too, you know. But uh, whatever you wear underneath, you know, that's all up to you. You want to make money or not? We talked about that the other day. <laughs> but um, the werewolf myth became integrated with the local history of Arcadia, a region in Greece. Zeus, check this out. Zeus was worshipped as a Lycan Zeus, a wolf Zeus. Now, okay, Zeus was this big ass god, right? You just wanna, you got the legs for. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> for the twenty, okay. So Virginia was laughing. Cybel Cernic Cybel says, "Yes, they are kilts are awesome. My husband wears at all events. Just watch out for the kilt checks." <laughs> well, you know what? You can make some money there, Cybel by saying. Okay, you know, 20 bucks. But you see, you might see, but you might not. You might not. And Johnny says he has the legs for it. <laughs> Heck yeah. But uh, yeah, so when I, when, when I did that research a little bit, um, Zeus was considered a lichen. And it, it was, that's like, and it's not the Zeus that I was taught you know, through all this stuff. So it just seems like that with this werewolf thing, um, you know, it, it actually was there. It actually was there. And Plato told a story in the Republic about the protector turned tyrant. Socrates remarks in this little passage, the story goes, and this is in quotes, the story goes that he who tastes of the one bit of human entrails minced up with those of other victims is inevitably turned into a wolf. Is that crazy or what? Who wants to be a werewolf, you know? I mean, think about it. Look at all this hair. You know, if I died, I could be one. Look at all this hair. Like, like I have so much hair on my face you know, that I need to, um, okay. Uh, Seibel says, I'm interested in what you learned about Zeus, right? Uh, you know what? So I really haven't, I, I, I mean, I just did this like the other night I was on it for about an hour and I have ADHD. So I really can't get into, you know, doing research. I need somebody to help me do that. 
but uh, honestly, um, I will definitely look into it. You know what I mean? And uh, and we'll see if we can have a show on them. Uh, Muddy Wad says everyone is going to wear mirrors on their shoes at the Witch Fest, John. Huh? Really, Mud? Huh? Huh? <laughs> okay. Duh. All right. Well, <laughs> the full moon can affect people who have parasites. What do you mean by that, Virginia? Can you explain that a little bit, please? Okay. I'd, I'd appreciate it. Um, uh, so it's just like, hmm. okay, they're all they're all ganging up on Johnny, man. Johnny's holding on his own, so he's doing pretty good. Now, I got your six there, Johnny, just in case. So. But, um, yeah, but the werewolf movies, um, well, they had the one where the vampires were fighting the lichens, uh, stuff like that. And then you have Lon Chaney, Lon, Lon, Lon Chaney, the Wolfman, the old one. To me, the old, old scary movies were the best. Bela Lugosi, Lon Chaney, uh, they were the best. Um, so what is your, what what's everybody's feeling on, do werewolves actually exist? Do they exist? Or is it? in the mind of the person who thinks he turns into a wolf. Cybul says, yes, they were the best old, they were the best old movies, you know. And then what is it, Friday the 13th, part 69, 70, you know. Um, once you see one slasher, you see them all, but you know what, it was crazy. Virginia said, it's very common for people who are affected by Lyme disease and other pathogens they feel sick on full moons or have heightened anxiety oh wow okay thank you virginia i appreciate that um and you know what it's funny because he when he talked about the parasites uh you know i saw something on tv or youtube or something like that about how there's always parasites in the people but never really kind of knew that the full moon would have um, some type of, I don't want to say magic, but some type of effect on the parasites in the building, in the person itself. Uh, Johnny says, yes, I know people who have actually said they have seen them. Okay, John, that's cool. Um, I want to see one, you know, just like I want to go see a Bigfoot, you know. I hunted ghosts for, or I investigated ghosts for a very, very long time, a long time, you know, and I know that ghosts are real, and I know spirits are real, they're the same thing, but um, I, I I just, I, I, I believe they are there, they are around, um, just like UFOs and aliens, but you know what, I need to see proof, you know. Uh, again, I don't judge. Um, if you show me a picture of a werewolf you, you caught or a Bigfoot or a dogman, whatever, whatever you got, you know, I, I will look at it and I will give you my honest opinion, but there is no way that I would judge a person on, you know, what they think. You have several ghosts in your home? So how, how, how many ghosts do you have? You know. And Tony agrees 100%. But, uh, yeah, I, I need to see the proof. Yeah, and when I see the proof, okay. 
like I got the proof when I was doing some investigating for the paranormal. Um, and I saw them, I heard them, I talked to them, and that was my proof. So um, that's what I kind of like to see what the deal is with the Bigfoot. Um, and we'll see what happens. You know, maybe it will happen, maybe it won't. Um, so, yes, of course, Halloween, you got to deal with the ghost. Okay. And, and, you know, and that's another reason why Halloween is very important to me because um, it gets me really connected to my profession. You know, Slabble says that uh, it's different every day. We are never alone. A friend wrote a story about our main spirit. Uh, Debbie Freeman, I need to tell you something that I'm going to tell everybody and I'm going to let out a secret about me, okay? I can go into the most demonic house in there. I can deal with a lot of negative, negative spirits. But I'm telling you right now, if you put me in a room full of baby dolls, I'm out. I'm not going in there. Baby dolls scare the living hell out of me. You know, I think they're the most creepiest thing in the world. Okay. That would be dolls and that would be clowns. I don't know if anybody else has that type of thing. Oh, my brother, Johnny Mud, uh, Pam. Hi, Pam. Uh, Cybo, Virginia. This is my brother, Patrick, man. He calls me Bromeister. Um, well, if you're trying to sell that doll, um, don't sell it to me, <laughs> okay? Uh, dolls are really, really creepy. Hey, Patrick, uh, since you're in, is there anything that you would like to share? How do you like Halloween? What do you do? Um, seriously, don't even show me. Yes, they do, especially when it's a joke. Yeah, how many times you all played a joke on my ass? I remember one time we went down to... Um, uh, where in the hell do we go? Prospect Place down in uh, Trimley, Ohio. Uh, don't sell it to him. Honest to God, so I will do not sell it to him. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't do it. Don't do it. Please. If not, charge him $10,000 for the doll. That's what you need to do. Oh, my God. He got, oh, Lord. Johnny got a haunted troll doll. Oh, wow. But we were down. Um, and prospect place in Trimley, Ohio. And uh, so everyone knows I hated dolls, right? But so somebody brought a Charlie, what the hell was the name of the doll? Charlie, what's the name of that doll, Johnny? It had Charlie on it. I forget who it was. Um, but they put it in my front seat, in my passenger seat. And I, oh my God, I, oh my God. I, 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 I got, I was like, freaking, no, no, Chucky, um, Charlie something dog, uh, I don't know, it wasn't Chucky, uh, Mud, Muddy goes, uh, my yard is decorated with a lot of clowns, okay, Mud, and I ain't gonna come visit you either, <laughs> and Cybill says, yep, yeah, I'm gonna do that to you, thank you, thank you, no, dolls are, dolls, dolls are not right, not at all but uh yeah 
so they do exist. I just want to see proof. I will never doubt anybody. I will never. Uh, Charlie McCarthy, that's it. The Charlie McCarthy doll. Yeah, Sue did that. And she brought it and Russ put it in the, in the passenger seat. That, that wasn't cool at all. You know, in fact, I ended up throwing it in the trunk of the car and it was there for a very, very long time until I gave it back. But that was, that was a crazy, that was a crazy weekend. But, you know, a little bit about my paranormal thing going on here. Um, you know, like I was saying before, Halloween is very big in the paranormal field. Um, and it, it just, I, I really can't, you know, tell you what it feels like. Um, it's, it's like ecstatic. It, it, it just, it just takes you there. It's just like an adrenaline rush. Um, to go out and especially with the leaves changing and it's getting cold and you, you go to a cemetery and, and just the smell of autumn oh my god it's the best thing in the world you know and i really enjoyed investigating during that but uh thank you Sabo. yes it is very much so um so it and and, and i enjoy it you know, and, and you know what? Someone said earlier, you know, that around Halloween, October 31st, the veil thins out. So the spirit world can come into our world. I've come up with this theory, and I really like the theory I have with it, okay, is that it's not just October 31st anymore. I think the veil has seriously thinned out all year round what do y'all think about that you know um you know tradition tells us that it only happens around october 30th 31st but um in my experiences and stuff like that uh no i think it's all year round seidel says oh yes it is yes it does set a dinner plate for our ancestors i agree somewhat Oh, really? Okay, cool. You know, uh, it just seems like whenever there is some tragic stuff going on out in the world right now, okay, honestly, it just seems that the uh, spiritual, the, the spirits like to, you know, get real uptight and crazy and do so. Okay, and Johnny says, I now, in my experience, it has. Um, so... I just, uh, I just think that, you know, the uh, thin, the the veil thinning, uh, they're active all the time, Sidle, honest to Pete, you know, so that's why I really believe that, you know, that the veil is totally thinned out um, all year round, you know, um, and you know what, that's okay, you know what I mean, uh, keeps the paranormal groups kind of busy, and, um, Maybe you, you know, be sitting in a room or, you know, or and you look up and you see like an ancestor that you have known who have passed away and they're, they're looking at you, you know, or you're sitting around and you smell coffee or you smell a certain brand of tobacco or uh, the big ones, especially when it comes to grandmas and great grandmas are the Jean de Tay perfume, you know.
Yes, it does keep us busy, Johnny, very much so. You know, but, you know, it's funny going into an investigation, do an investigation of a person's house, and all of a sudden you walk in and you just get this deep smell of Jean Milletnete perfume. It reeks. But yeah, so, and, and I'm sure that, okay, Sabo says, oh, yes, I agree. My house has new spirits every day. I set boundaries, but I have spirits jump me all the time. Your Grammy cooks every day in the kitchen. Okay, yeah. Um, thank you. you. Thank you, Sabo. Appreciate that. Um, definitely. The grannies do, you know, I... I if it's food, um, like my mom's been experienced barbecue now, and it's like at two o'clock in the morning, and there's nobody out cooking barbecue at two in the morning. And um, so, it, however, it is the coffee, like my father, when he's around all the time, he'll you can smell the coffee brewing or right where I sit. And, and you know what? That's okay, you know. Um, my biggest thing, and this is kind of crazy, everybody, right? Now, I have investigated for over 30 years. I've been in the field for over 30. And I always wanted to try to find my father or have my father come to me. But he never did. Never, ever, ever did. Okay. And it really bugged the crap out of me, you know, because I am a sensitive, I am an empath, and I do talk to spirits. I do, and I'm okay with it. Um, but I never, it never seemed like that I could get a, a hold of my father. And for the longest time, I thought that he was, uh, like saying, Sean, you're being weird chasing ghosts, you know, and yeah, that's crazy. And then one night I was sitting. Thank you, Johnny. I appreciate that. Yeah, he was a good dude. My father was a good man. He died when he was 52. I was, what, 26 at the time when he died. And um, he was a good person. And, and so... I started smelling um, the coffee and smelling the cigarettes around me. And then I kind of knew it was him. Ah, Seibel, that's okay. You know, he died of cancer um, at 52. But you know what? I, I look at death, and I don't know how anybody else feels about it. But this is, thank you, Virginia. I needed that. Thank you. But this is how I look at death. I look at death like it's a rebirth, okay? Because if, if you look at it, okay, when you die, your spirit leaves your body. And all this is, all right here, the face, the ears, the cheeks, whatever, it's just a shell. But your spirit lives within. And so when you die, your shell dies. Your, your shell's no longer there, right? And your spirit moves on. And so the people are not in pain anymore. You know what I mean? They can walk around. They and and you know be happy, be with family. 
Seibel says, yes, it's rebirth. You're absolutely right. I truly believe that. Yes, a vessel for your soul. Um, but, you know, you know, everybody reads the tarot deck, right? Okay. And, uh, you know, everyone comes up with the death card, you know. And to me, that's not, that's not a bad card. It's just a rebirth happening in your, in your time going on right now. Um, I, I, I know that, yeah, I really look, because I was 26 years old when my father passed away. You know, and um, I'm really looking forward to the day when when my when I pass and my spirit meets my father, and and then we can uh, then we can talk. That's all I want was talk. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm not sure it's going to happen one day. You know, I just don't know when. Um, it's true, Johnny. Energy does not die, not at all. Um, but you know. One day it's going to happen, and, uh, and I'm okay with it. But everything, I keep telling myself, everything is going to be okay. Um, we are coming up close to the 9 o'clock hour at the top of the hour. And so uh, what we're going to do is at 9 o'clock, I'm going to run a couple uh, commercials uh, about L. Ron Hobbard and you know, the books, and uh, and then we'll get back and continue the show. Um, is there anybody out there right now that has any questions that they would like to ask? They could ask me or ask somebody into the, um, into the chat room or anybody out in the world who is definitely listening. Um, that would be pretty cool. Uh, if you can. If you don't, that's okay. Um if you need, you know, like I said, nine o'clock, we're gonna go and we'll do uh, talk about my sponsors when we come back, and uh, I think it's gonna be okay. And you know what? It is eight fifty-eight p.m. And so what I'm gonna do is I am going to do our commercials. So I'll see you in two minutes. Okay. Get to the commercial. Okay, where are we at? Here we go. Looking for stories that are fresh and new? Dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, cyberpunk, alternate history, and more. They're in the Elron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. From 24 award-winning authors and illustrators, plus art and writing tips and bonus stories, L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Buy your copy at galaxypress.com, Amazon, or wherever books are sold. Looking for something new in dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, alternative history? They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. Get the 10-volume box set with 159 stories in full-color illustrations plus 34 articles with writings and art tips. Get the UPRN discount, $125 for the entire box set. That's a $60 savings for that beautiful box set. L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Go to uprntalkradio.com, click on the link, and place your order.
Okay, so I hope everybody, um, you know, got to go to the bathroom or get something to drink. Um, relax, and now this is under the first pens up one nothing. Thanks, Gary. Virginia says, great show. Johnny Freeman says, we got stories on clearing homes. And Seibel says, yes, Johnny Freeman, we do. Excuse me. <coughs> but, um, <coughs> no, I don't have COVID. But um, I'm, um, I need to thank my sponsor for, you know, for the show, for the second hour, Carnation. Um, thank you, Carnation, for sponsoring my show. I forgot to do that last week, and I'm totally sorry. I know I forgot to do it. Um, but I also want to thank um, this, this uh, platform I'm on, UPRN Talk Radio. 105.3 New Orleans, 107.7 Mississippi. Joe Monteldo, um, he has The Centralist on Wednesday night and News on the Flip Side on Friday nights. And um, he is just like the owner of, this, of the place. And then we got Michelle, who does The Outer Realm, on um, is that Wednesday night? I don't know. She can get mad at me because I kind of kind of forget. Then you got the Angel Rock Lorelei Pop, and she comes in on Monday nights. And then you got the Horsefly Chronicles um, on Monday nights. Monday nights in, uh, is is a very good night to listen to UPR and talk radio. But we have a lot of good shows on here. Um, we got a lot of good hosts. And uh, they come on with some uh, very interesting um, guests. You know, they're very well. They're very well-known guests, and you learn a lot. Um, and I've been with UPR, and I think I'm coming. I don't know if it's four years or five years. I don't know, but um, I have experienced a lot of uh, knowledge through all these people. So it's a good people. It's some real good people. So, this is the second hour of Into the Night with Sean Kelly. So, does anybody have any questions out there um, that they like to say? Is there anybody out there that wants to uh, talk about any kind of subject that they like to talk about? Um, so, uh, as you know, I was talk we were talking about werewolves. Um, I looked, I did a little study on goals. That's G-H-O-U-L-S, okay? And a goal, the definition of a goal is an evil spirit or phantom that, uh, that robs graves and feeds on dead bodies. Also, a person morbidly interested in death or disaster. Okay. Um, I'm not interested in death, but I do investigate death. Okay, people who died. Um, does that make me a goal? No, <laughs> it don't make me a goal. Um, I think goals, you know, I you know, have a name for, I, I want to say, um, zombies is the way I look at it. Um, who believes in zombies? Anybody out there? But uh, a goal is said to be created on the death of a man or woman who savored the taste of flesh. 
Ghouls can par uh, paralyze their victims with a touch of their hand. Uh, I dealt a lot with cemeteries. Did you really? Um, what did you do in the cemeteries? Well, did you investigate them? Did you just go up and, and do things? Cemeteries, to me, are the best place to go uh, for an investigation. But if you do go on an investigation in the cemetery, please, 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 I say, please, Go and get permission first. Okay. Um, I know the Catholic cemeteries here in Pittsburgh and Pennsylvania, they're all open gated. So you can just like walk through, you know, go right into the cemetery, investigate. But you have to be careful because if somebody sees a bunch of people out in the cemetery with flashlights and with uh, video or, you know, cameras going off, they're going to call the police. You know, so you don't want to do that. Um, just get permission first. Uh, the myth of a ghoul. Um, i got to read like this again. The myth of a ghoul is a cannibalistic monsters of the thought of as an undead in European folklore. Hunger is a ghoul's primary motivator. This hunger is constant never rising or falling, and only seizing during the actual feasting of flesh. Ghouls can live over 200 years. Whoa. They, uh, they, live, they can outlive humans. They are sterile, so they can't reproduce other ghouls. Um, and the only way to get rid of the ghoul is to destroy it. So, like I said before, so to me, zombies are ghouls. So, what do y'all think of that? Um, what do you think of ghouls? Yes, the investigation on the graveyard dirt. Oh, okay. Yes, I leave 10 dimes for ghosts in charge of cemetery and spirits. That's pretty interesting. Uh, thank you very much, Virginia, for telling me it was a good show. Um it is a good show, especially when I got good people in the rooms like this, you know, here, you know, you know, showing me support and I'm definitely going to show them support. I don't know. Zombies. I, I guess Pittsburgh is the main zombie. Uh, uh, I'm blushing again. <laughs> I'm blushing again. Um, man, I don't know about that, but you make me blush. But Pittsburgh is like the biggest zombie deal of uh, um, started creator, um, uh, the Night of the Living Dead. Okay, I don't know that that is one zombie film I will watch. Um, but I, I look at the other zombie flicks that people were zombies like eating bath salts. You know what, Virginia? That's true. I've seen some stuff on that. Um, uh, yes, I do remember that very much. That, that was crazy. I remember it happened, I think, down in Florida where this dude was go, was like eating this guy's face. And, uh, I mean, the police shot at him like three or four times and he wouldn't die. Yeah. But, you know, I haven't seen that in, in um, I haven't seen that, um, in, in the news lately, so I don't know if they took basalts off the uh, the shelves or whatever, but I know that was, that was like really kind of scary. And even the drugs out there nowadays, 
Um, they have stuff that can really make you be like a zombie. Um, I know, and I think it's the voodoo or the hoodoo religion. Uh, they have pufferfish in which they can get some kind of stuff or grind them up and they can make people be zombies too so but back to uh, the night of the living dead I, I have actually investigated the um the cemetery in which that movie was filmed in and walking in it it was just like the most creepiest creepiest feeling you know just you know, investigate in that cemetery. Um, because when I walked in, it just, it just took me back to um, the, the memories of the show, but what's in that show. So I don't know. Um, so to me, I think a goal is a zombie. Uh, Christopher James, yes, bath salts were involved with that. Zombie man in Florida, yes. Hi, Christopher James. Good to see you. Virginia says Jeffrey Dahmer made one of his victims a zombie. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, my God. Now, that was a dearranged dude, man. And that, that comes up to my question. You know, what makes people act like that? What actually makes people evil to do evil things what, what's it all about is it out of curiosity and I'm being serious when I talk about this I want to know I want to know what makes people so mean and evil You know, the Bible thinks that they are born that way. Virginia says it's the perfect storm, yes. Oh, they are. They hate born on Negative energy, okay. I mean, it just, I, I think it, it just, it like, it's mind-boggling, to be honest with you. Cannibalism, yes, Christopher James. It's crazy. What makes people be like that? That they can do something really, really crazy and sickening just to destroy other people and other people's families. But I asked my this my mom this question tonight before I came on the show. And I asked her, I said, if God is a loving, caring person, why is all there all this hatred going on? Why is all this killing? Why all the pedophiles? Why all this nastiness going on? So she came back and said that he was he gave everybody free will. Johnny says we do a lot of counseling work. It's bad energy. Uh, Virginia says people can start out very innocent and become very dark. And I've seen a lot of people like that. Hey, Squatch, man. Good to see you, pal. All right. That's exactly, Chris. Free will. And I, I don't like this free will. You know what I mean? 
So who's the culprit? Who's actually getting into these people's minds saying, okay, I want you to be evil. Do you believe people are born evil? Let's see. Kason Lee says, uh, it's trippy to see him talking to his family like he did nothing. Totally level-headed man in the daylight. Incredible. Yes, absolutely. What makes him switch? Virginia, you say that there's purpose even in even the darkness. But what, what I can't wrap my mind around, everybody, is that why is what, what's the purpose for? Why? Johnny says, I have seen people change. One bad energy is chased away. I've seen that too. I've seen people who had negative energy. For some reason, something happens. They find God or they other people help them to get rid of that negative energy. I just don't like it. You know, and that's me. I don't like it. People are supposed to be helping people. Virginia says, helps us to see the light having seen the darkness. I, that, I believe that, Virginia, very much so. Because in my thought, in my, um, in my pro, in my life, I have seen a ton of darkness. A ton of darkness. Uh, Kason says, I think the guy is bipolar. Okay. Johnny Freeman says, yes, it happened, Cybul, and I cleared a house. Well, not get personal. My stepdad was very evil and died that way. And, and you know, I'm, I'm sorry that that happened to you, Cybul, you know. Um, but it, it just blows me away how there could be all this evil out there. Is, is the devil or... Um, not the devil, bad entities out there just causing this shit? Or is it done by choice? I don't know. I don't know. And, and maybe one day, one day we'll, we'll find out what, what happens to a person who goes through that kind of stuff. Um, that that is psychopathic, and uh, it it just gives me chills all over the place with it. You know, maybe it. You know, it's like I'm living in in a world to where a dream world where I just want everything to be perfect. But my question to you, though, is what would the world be like if everything was perfect can he answer that if there was just a perfect world uh, Virginia says uh, oh Kason I like his I like his answers Kason says uh, it's car karmic that maybe a possibility Virginia says they ate more susceptible if they ate drinking or on drugs. True. True. But 
what would what would the world be like today if everything was so happy? That would I don't think would you know it, I think it would be a boring life to be honest with you, a very boring life. Um, I don't know, and maybe you do need a little bit of, of the negative energy out there in the world in order to balance out the good. But you know what? Right now, it just seems like the negative just took over the whole good energies. And and what really, is, to me, is the really big thing that I'm dealing with is actually um, powerlessness, okay? Totally powerlessness because there there's nothing out there. There's a lot of things out there that I have um, that I have to not take control of situations. It's hard for me to sit back and watch negative things happen, okay? And there's nothing I can do about it to help the person or help the situation. There's nothing I can do about it. And that, that bugs the shit out of me because I want to, you know? But um, I don't know. I don't know. So back to Halloween? I don't know. Not Halloween. Whatever we want to talk about, because that's one thing nice about my shows. We could start on one topic and end up going on other like two or three others. My chat room, thank you guys very much for participating in it tonight. I really do. This is like, I'm very, very happy. Thank you. You know, like like we said earlier, all the people in the chat room right now are just a bunch of good energies, you know. Uh, let's see. We got a lot of going on here. Seibel says, uh, you can't have light and darkness without studying for balance. That's true. And Johnny says, I am up and never rest trying to help everyone. And and that's that that's great to hear, Johnny. But don't you think that? And you know, at one point in time, I was there doing the same thing. But I know is that it just took it it just like wore me out, dude. Helping everybody just helped me out. And um, I used to um, get mad because it seems like everything would be going okay. I did what I had to do, clear the house, help that person, whatever. And all of a sudden it's back again. And I'm gonna tell you a story real quick here. Kay Song Lee says, yes, it's it, yin and yang. There's nothing called all good. There must be bad energy to have good energy. And, and I believe that. I believe that tremendously. You know, I really do. But I wish the bad energy wouldn't be so damn bad, you know? It, that's the only thing I wish for, um, that, that I hope, it, but I know that's never going to come. And the sad thing, everybody, is that it, it's going to continue. It's going to continue. Now, my question to everybody out there is that when you die and you're out there in spirit realm, is it the same as it's going on here in the world? What could what would your ancestors think of what's going on around you? You know, 
I keep saying this all the time to people. I'm like, you know what? If you went up to go where George Washington was buried and that is great. And you turned on the EVP. What would you do think that George Washington would say about what's going on in the world today? I bet him, Thomas Jefferson, Grant, they're all turning over in their graves. You know, what for? Uh, Kaysen says, well, it, it, well, it's the cosmic place or anything is possible. Virginia says people who have had NDE have said they experienced a life review. Oh, okay. Uh, Seibel says, no, LOL, my answers are going crazy around this shit show, but I'm doing what my, oh, my, but I'm doing what my granny did. That's cool. You know, um, you know, you talk about the near-death experiences, and I like to touch on that a little bit. Back in 1983, I was in the United States Navy, and I was stationed in Diego Garcia. And at that time, um, our ship was in Diego Garcia, and at that time, I was taking a drug called Anabuse, okay? And the Anabuse is supposed to wean you off alcohol. Um, in fact, you can die if, if you drink alcohol or, I mean, you couldn't use no alcoholic uh, mouthwash. You couldn't use nothing alcoholic because it could make you very sick. And so one day, I, I you know, I went down to get my drug, my antabuse, and the guy was, who distributed it to me wasn't there. So I got depressed, got mad. I said, I'll show you. Now, remember, I've had this drug in my system for over a year now, okay? And so that afternoon, I went off the ship onto, uh, onto the island, and I bought a fifth of Jack Daniels, and I drank it. I drank Jack Daniels, a whole bottle of it, on the sand abuse. And by the time I got back to the ship, I was pronounced dead on arrival up there in the core room or in the medical room. And when I awoke, well, let me step back a minute. What happened was when I had that near-death experience, I didn't see no light. I didn't see my, my uh, ancestors. I didn't see my family. What I saw was gray dark blank close to death not dead well okay i, I just go by what uh what, what the doctor said there john but um on those uh that it wasn't happy and eventually Okay, I see where you're getting at with that, bud. Um, I see where you're getting with that. That's okay. But um, it wasn't pleasant. There was no happiness. Pure dark. Pure negative dark energies. 
and uh, when I came through and I awoke, I started to see things, hear things, and feel things that weren't there. And that's when I found out that my old spirit left and a new one jumped in. And I started to see things, hear things, and feel things that weren't there. And trust me, I was going crazy over that situation. I would go to a rabbi, I'd go to a Baptist minister, um, whatever, Catholic. I said, why am I seeing dead people? Why am I seeing something that's there? Why am I hearing this people? And they're not there. And you know what? They never had an answer for me, you know. Uh, Johnny says he had a friend and he said, total evil he's seen i'll bet you double evil was down here with me too john i don't know but um it was really totally seriously crazy about um uh, uh virginia says that i came back with an ability not what i did i did virginia but at the time i was only what 21 22 years old it was just like you know, something that I wasn't used to. And when I found out was back in 1985, um, when I got out of service, I stayed in Florida. And I had two really good friends down there who were psychic psychic people. And um, and I explained to them what, what the hell was going on. And they sat me down and they told me, you know, when you died, your old spirit left and the new one popped in, which in which kind of like made your energies really, you know, more um, seeable, you know. And it was crazy because when that happened, um, ooh, we got a lot going on here. Kason uh, says the funny thing about NDEs, that happy experience happens only to religious or non-religious spiritual people. It's all in the mind, I think. Virginia says, I tasted death, yes. Hey, Doreen, how are you? Good to see you, hon. Welcome to the show. Um, Cyber says, yes, it's true. I, I did taste death. I did. You know, but, you know, you, you hear about everything happens for a reason, and maybe that reason was for me to do that situation. I don't know. I, I There's no general um consensus about it why that happened but you know what it got me into a lot of things that i never experienced back to what i was saying uh when that happened to me i had a real hard time remembering my childhood okay i had a real hard time doing all of that um it was very faint there there was nothing there that i remembered the only stuff that I actually remembered was after that situation happened, you know. Uh, I can say today that every now and then, right, there are things that um, pop up, you know, and I start to see the back my past, and I'm thinking, I look at it, and, and let me ask anybody who ever experienced this, you know, when you see something that you did about 20, 25 years ago, and you knew it was stupid, did you say out loud, like, oh, shit, did I really? I'm like, oh, my God, shaking my head. Has anybody ever done that? Because <laughs> I do it all the time. 
I'm thinking, oh my God, what other stupid things have I did in my past? But you know what? That's okay. Past is a past. It's done. Um, Virginia says it's changed your outlook seeing life through a different lens. Yes, it has. Thank you for that, Virginia. Appreciate that. So it's like, okay. So it's like, why me? Why did I do that? Oh my God, that's craziness. That's craziness. Um, it's getting close to the time where I want to talk about the stuff that's happening in Israel right now um, and, and my feelings on it. So what I'm going to do and I do after every reading, after every show or before the show ends, first of all, I want to thank everybody for listening. You know, oh, Kaysong says, I mean, the Buddhist encounter, the Buddha and Christians meet Jesus. It's not constant. Okay, thank you, then. Virginia, you're, thank you again. So this has been a great show. A lot of great people in here tonight. My gosh, I'm like so happy. I'm so happy now. So this, ladies and gentlemen, this is what I want. I want, this is what I, I guess I pray for. And I got it tonight with all these beautiful, wonderful people in the rooms. Honestly, in the room, in the chat rooms tonight. It was pretty cool. So what I do after my show um, or before my show ends I read the medicine cards, the animal medicine cards. And what I do is that I pick out three cards, okay? It's been a great show, brother. Thank you, Johnny. My husband home? Oh, you're okay. Thank you, Virginia. Appreciate it. Um, I, I really don't do readings that much, Johnny. I really don't, but I know Johnny Freeman does, and I know Virginia does. And, and, it, and if you can do it, if they're up to it, maybe you can talk to one of them on it. Um, so these are the three cards. It's the medicine cards, the animal medicine cards. And I'm going to draw three, one for your past, one for the now, and one for the future. So if you can, I would like you to, uh, you know, write these down. And maybe this little three-card spread is meant for you today, or maybe it's not. Who knows? So here I'm going to go with it. And I'll talk a little bit more about it. Maybe I might not get into Israel. Maybe for a little bit. But Okay, so I shuffled the cards. And what you need to do, okay, is to get a piece of paper, if you can remember it. Um, I'll pray for you, Kason. I will definitely pray for you, dude. Trust me. And everybody in here will pray for you, too. And anybody out there in the world who is listening to the show tonight, please pray for Kaysen because he really needs help. You know, and prayers work. I'm telling you, prayers do work. Um, thank you, Cindy Mitch. Appreciate it. So everybody, please, you know, write these down. And then whenever it's done and after the show is over with, go and Google uh the animal totem why these and this spread came out and uh you're welcome Kason. thank you for being here thank you johnny for praying so your past animal the the card i'm going to draw is your past and that is the buffalo okay Ooh, can you see it the buffalo that's your past card Your now card, which is happening today, is the mouse. Oop, can we get it there? 
that's a, the artwork on these cards are awesome and this is your future card the horse Woo, where are we at where are we at oh lost me ah my ghost this is the horse okay so we had the buffalo in the past we had the mouse for the now and the horse for the future okay um i'm, I'm slowly but slowly learning uh the the different meanings behind the cards so like i said after the show tonight um go ahead google uh buffalo animal totem spirit animal and it will tell you what the buffalo is all about and remember that's your past card and then do the same thing with the mouse and do the same thing with the horse okay um and if you'd like to share it with everybody next week, that would be awesome. That, that would be great. Um, I know I'm going to look at them after I get done. See, I got the book, so I don't have to, like, kind of Google it and nothing like that. Um, animal Animals are really important to me, okay? Um, in fact, I'll tell you what was crazy. The animal, um, the crow has been following me or the raven this raven has been following me you're welcome virginia lanigan is that how you pronounce it lanigan um the crows have been following me for a very long time and i had a bad morning um waking up while going to work that's cool i got a running right i'm not really good at the pronunciations but um, I had to crow, and they've been with me for close to six months now, you know. But today, you know, whenever I would meet the crows, they would be all, you know, talking and making weird noises and stuff like that. And it was like them saying hello to me. Uh, okay. All right, Mandy, I'll, I'll be getting to you soon. Um, but today was a different deal, Okay. The different deal with the ravens today they weren't really chatty at all they were quiet and when i was walking to my truck okay um they all looked at me all four of them did and i'm like oh hell what's going on tonight what's going on today because they weren't chatty they usually are chatty and um so I, I, if you excuse me when I stutter a little bit, it's because I'm getting messages um, that pop up on my computer. So, but animals are really important to me. Um, if I can make a suggestion to everybody when you're out and about, you know, doing your errands or whatever, and you come across an animal, okay, um, write that animal down. Okay, could be a rabbit, could be a you know a bear. Oh my God, this person just keeps messaging me. And she knows I have a show, but you know what? I'm not angry at that. I'm glad you do, Virginia. I'm glad you do. <laughs> okay, you know, and I'm not mad at my friend Mandy for sending me all these messages. I'm not. I'm not. You know, because maybe, like I said, I'm here to help people too. But um. 
so if you're walking around and or you're out on your errands, you know, and you see an animal, a bird, um, a, a, a rabbit, a bear, a deer, whatever, write it down and go go home and, you know, look into it. And, and you'll see and understand why those animals were. Oh, Johnny says he goes through it on his life, on his life. Okay. Um, and then you'll be surprised at the answer that you will get of all the animals that have um, come into your life that day. Yeah, it's really cool, you know. I, I, animal medicine is really big for me, you know. There's a good book out there if you really want to get more into the meanings behind the animal spirits. There is a book out there called, uh, yes, Insects too, Tamara, definitely, absolutely. And if you go and look up Ted Andrews, okay, if you look up Ted Andrews, um, he's an author, and his book is called Animal Speak and Animal Speak Too, which includes the insects, yes. Um, but the, And it's a very, very good book. It's a huge book. It's a big book, but it tells you everything about that spirit, that animal, you know, that, that you see that day. And, I mean, he's got a lot of them, a lot of them. And then you got the... Uh, the animal oracle decks. See, I, I, I buy the decks, but I don't use them because I like to listen and read the meanings behind the oracles. You know, I like to read the books on them and what the definitions mean on that. So um, I'm going to keep this real short, okay? Um, what happened three or four days ago was not good at all. Um, it definitely, definitely pure evil over there, what happened. And it, it's, it didn't shake me to the core, but it made me sit back and try to understand what is life all about. Why do that? And that's why I brought up, you know, how there are bad people out there, you know, and it, it, it's, it, you know, I, it, it's just so sickening. I don't know if people have read the news on it um, and all the bad crap that happened that day. But it, it's just not right. I mean, killing people for just killing people and doing other things, which I will not say on my show. Okay. Um, I, I just think there's just so much at hand right now that all I can do is pray for the people of Israel and Palestine. And what I mean by the people of Palestine, not Hamas, you know, the terrorist group, I will not pray for them, but I will pray for the Palestine people who got caught in, in, in the middle of all this big war that's going on over there. And I pray for the hostages and I pray for everybody over there. And I think, you know, in your heart, if you can mention like a little prayer of some sort of people protecting people. Thank you, Johnny. Pray for them. You know, as you know, last night, I remember before I went to bed, I looked at God and I said, Liz, is there any way that you can stop this madness that's going on over there? And it just started. 
And God only knows, you know, with all the illegals that came in, you know, and they're talking about sleeper cells, you know, and we have to watch out for ourselves. It was never like this when I grew up. And now with everybody wanting to have power, everybody who has a free go, really turned this whole country up around, apart, the whole world apart. Death to America, death to Israel. When you hear people that are in the United States saying that, death to America. And they're citizens of the United States. And these people are so damn brainwashed, they don't know what the hell is going on over there. You just look at that and you just cry. It's like, how in the hell can you be here and do this and say this when we've given you everything in order for you to go to school, in order for you to get a good job, the whole nine yards, but then again, you want to spit on us. It's not right. It's not right. You know, and you know how they say, Virginia says, these people are misguided from an early age, taught to hate. And that's true, Virginia. And that's true. Okay. But one day, your, your whole, you're going to have to finally uh, meet your God or your Allah, whoever you're going to meet. And then he's going to be able to judge you and tell you what a dumbass thing you did. And it's just not the Palestinians. It's everybody in the world. Okay? It's everybody. Ukraine, Russia, China, USA, what, all over. Just because a couple people wanted to be rich and cause a lot of trouble. It's upped up. It really is. It's upped up. This world should not be like this. Countries should not be like this. Over what? They want to kill Jews. That's what they wanted to do. And that's Hamas. And everybody knows Hamas is a terroristic group. It's it's bullshit. And one day they're gonna they're gonna have a come to Jesus moment. And when they go to Jesus or whoever they believe in, I swear to you know, whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen. Hey Case, okay, good night, sir. Gotta go. This is a podcast with good vibes. All the best from Sri Lanka. Thank you, buddy. Thank you for being on. So that's my rant for today. You know, that's my rant. And I, I'm sorry if I depressed anybody like that, but I, I really had to let it go. I had to get it off my chest. And I do that. And I'm not afraid to tell how I, I never, I'm not afraid to say what I want to say. But. All I know is that I had a wonderful, the crazy thing is the terrorists get 
funded. Yeah, Virginia, they do. They do. And I'm not, I'm not even going, if you want me to hear about that, come on Friday night and, and listen to the show, Joe, and because I'm on his show every now and then, and we talk about politics. I mean, if you want to come on Friday night or listen on Friday night, it's called uh, News on the Flip Side. We're there. And, and that's when I can unleash my political demons, you know, and nobody is going to uh, judge me on that. But um, it is 945. I got about five minutes left of my show. I want to thank everybody for being on tonight. Um, it was great. Yes, it is a hard thing to see, Virginia. It is a hard thing to see, but, you, you know, it's crazy. You can't get away from it. You can't get away from, you know, from the news or the media or whatever. Um, no, your voice is like listening to asthma. Okay. Okay. Keep it up later. All right, brother. Thank you. Asthma. That's another one I look at up. But, uh, yeah, they are being murdered, Virginia. And, and other nasty things. It's not right. But we'll see what happens. You know, all, all I can do for me, asthma. Okay, thanks, bud. I'm going to look that up, all right? Thank you, sir. It's good to see you again, Kason. It really is. Thank you. Um, but it's it's good. It, it's going to... All I can do for me is pray about it and pray for the people that this is affecting. And when I do say my prayers, and I do say my prayers, okay? That's the biggie right there, Virginia. He was, God is in control. And what I learned a long time ago when I first got sober back in January 21st, 1991 is my sobriety date. Um, give it to give it to your higher power, give it to God. And that's what I do. And that's all I could do, you know. Um, but again, I want to thank everybody for coming in tonight. Johnny, Virginia, Kaysen, uh, Cybold, everybody, thank you so much for coming on. This was a very enjoyable show. Um, that that's it, it was great. And before I sign off, where are we at? Okay. I all I talk about mental health a little bit, a little bit, not a lot, but a little. And if you see somebody out there that is having a hard time, a real hard time, thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Virginia. But if you see anybody out there having a hard time, and what you need to do, if you want to do it, but if they're having a hard time, go and sit with them. You don't have to talk. Let them do the talking. And if there's somebody that looks like they want to talk, listen to them. Listen. And, and, and if you want to give advice, go ahead, give advice. Because I totally believe that there are angels on earth 
as humans. And I'll tell you a story another day on that one. But um, Muddy Watts. Muddy says, fantastic show. Thank you. Prayers for everyone. Mostly been listening tonight because I have been working. I'm, I'm, I hope you're not working hard, Mud. Honestly, God, I hope you're not. Um, but thank you for the nice compliment. Thank you. This is great. Ooh, it gives me good chills. But uh, so um, everybody, if you see somebody hurting, okay. So you see somebody hurting. Do what you can to make that person feel better. Okay? Because I try. And there were a lot of times, there was times where I was really bad. And you know it's crazy? God sends people into my life for certain reasons. And if it's just for an hour, if it's for 30 minutes, or if it was just for 30 seconds. I know God sent me an angel. And I believe that. I believe that. So, children, please, you know, what I'd like you to do, children, is to go to your parents and give them a hug and tell them that you love them. And parents, please go to your children, give them a hug, and tell them that you love them. And if you don't have no children, find a friend. Find a friend to hug. And tell them you love them. Because those three words, I love you, go a long, long way. And again, I want to thank everybody for being in the chat room and listening worldwide. Um, remember that my show, Into the Night, is on every Tuesdays from 8 to 10 um, p.m. And... October 21st, mark it down on your calendar. I'm going to have Johnny Freeman and Virginia Lanigan on my show. It's a Saturday night. It's a special show um, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. on October 21st. Okay. Uh, and uh, remember, October 31st, which is a Tuesday night, which is Halloween night, um, we're going to have a big Hall Halloween show. And what it's going to do is um, going to merge in with my eyes. So you actually, if you tune in, okay, if you tune in, you're going to see all the hosts on UPR and Talk Radio talk about Halloween, okay? And on that note, good night, everybody. Looking forward to having you and Johnny as well, Virginia. And on that note, Good night, everybody. See you next Tuesday. And um, give everybody a hug. Good night.